Good morning. My name's Dave. Welcome to the Circling Back Podcast. That's your best one, yeah. I enjoy it. It's funny because it was the best and I hated it the most because it just it just felt forced. Yeah, well, I liked it, Dave. That's Dylan Chevery. Yes. Chevery, right? Chevery. A.K.A. Chivery, but whatever you want to say is fine. I've only known you for, uh, I don't know, 15 years A now. decade plus. Yeah. Um, I'm doing great, man. Glad to be here. It's Monday morning. Uh, I'm ready to get this pod. Will is still not here, by the way. That's why you're at the helm again. We have the actual vacation Will. He's actually in Cabo. He does this. So once a year for about a month, he just decides to go on like six back-to-back vacations. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> It's a little much, but he does it, and we let him do it. To be fair, his previous one was work-related in yes. some capacity. Yeah. I think he parlayed it into like a dope NYC trip. Yeah, he did. Which, I mean, that's the only move, right? I think so. Um, we got a special guest today. Very special guest. Very special. Damn. Wow. He why don't, why don't you calm, calm down there? Let me intro you. <laughs> I am the free episode still. It's not like a Patreon. Well, so it, not that special. No, it still counts, Dan. More people listen to the free ones than, than they do the Patreon ones. Yeah. They like that. That's true. Bigger I'm glad audience. you brought it up. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, this is... Hold on, looks at notes. Dan Register. Wow, you actually said my name. Better known to you as... Uh, Jack Hammer. Yeah, course. the name I wrote under like for six months. The internet's own Jack Hammer. <laughs> Explain Jack Hammer. There's no explaining. I needed like a fake name to write under when I first yeah. got the TFM. We hired him, and you're like, you got to come up with a pseudonym to write under. And he was like, oh, I don't have one. We're like, how about, I don't know, something you work out, like something like hardcore sounding. Like, like, how oh, about yeah, Jack, Jack Hammer? Jack Hammer, that, that'll do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this must be what like Daniel Radcliffe goes through when people call him Harry Potter. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, it's like it. Same realm. There's, yeah, there's nothing different about this. So no. we worked with Dan at uh, our old company. Now we're all we're all out here doing our own thing, and the 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 specter of Jack Hammer just it refuses to stop haunting Dan. And it's mainly my fault and this podcast's fault. It's just the I don't know why. It's just the funniest thing. You know what? The lore continues to grow. There's it's no true. real story behind it. It's not an interesting story. But the more you continue to say Jack Hammer, it just gets better. With age. Don't you own all the IP to Jackhammer now? Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. <laughs> I locked down that domain. You locked it down? Yeah. <laughs> Jackhammer.com or .edu, actually. Dan, I'm happy you're here. Thank you for doing yeah, this. Yeah, thanks for doing this, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a whole lot going on right now. Oh, but Dan. We'll get <laughs> to kidding, that. I'm kidding. I'm we'll kidding. get to that in a minute. But Dan, I know what you do have going on, and it's, uh, it's going to the gym. You're a big gym guy? Yeah, dude. It's chest and back day. <laughs> Push-pull? Push-pull. Wow. Let's, before we, okay, before we get into push-pull, let's talk about Open Fit, our good friends at Open Fit. And Dan, tell me what you think about this. Getting fit and staying healthy, it always sounds easier said than done, right? Well, Open Fit, it's bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. I love a good sweat session. They take all the comp- complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's brand new, super simple. It's a streaming service, Dan. Streaming, internet stuff. That's big in the streets right now. Allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. Look, man, everybody's got a different body. OpenFit gets that. They've got personalized stuff for your needs, custom-tailored, original content. God, I love their content. I love content in general, but I love custom-tailored content. They've got the uh, the best trainers and classes they're led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Love that Extend Bar. 
Or get get in crazy good shape with Hunter. Hunter McIntyre, named Sports Illustrated, named by Sports Illustrated, is one of the top 50, 50 fittest athletes. Why did I say fitty? <laughs> These trainers, they know how to get you results quick. Check it out. It's easy enough. Uh, we got a special thing here, though. If you use code circling back, you can join us on our fitness journeys personalized just for you. Again, our code is circling bat. Start using OpenFit. Uh, be healthy, man. It's almost summertime. If you're not thinking about the beach bod by now, like it might be too late. But if it, you know, get in here, do this from the comfort of your own home. Uh, they've got their OpenFit 30 day challenge. Our listeners, they're going to get a special extended 30 day free trial memberships to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. Remember, text circling back. Oh, this is a new one. Text circling back to 303030303030 is a better way of saying it. Text circling back to 303030. You're going to get all the access on OpenFit, all the workouts, nutrition info. Yeah, remember, text circling back to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Check it out. Dan, you've been lifting? I have. Well, Dan, Hunter's out here doing the damn thing. You know yeah. Hunter. Hunter. I mean, Hunter's a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. This, we, this next little seggy, it's called What's Dan Been Up To? So we know you've been going to the gym, obviously. I mean, that, yeah, that's yeah, what that's you a, do. You look that's great. That's a given. Yeah. You look great. Uh-huh. You, you too. Are you still doing the Golds thing, by the way? Yeah, I'm still on Golds. Still on Golds? Yeah. Dave actually hit me up with a uh, day lifetime pass. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's big for me. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're lifetime boys. We have fun up there. I love to give back. Uh, I, like to, <laughs> I just like to be with, uh, like, I just like Golds. It's just like the gym for me. It's a gym, it. it's a gym boy gym. I get it. No, no. it is. It, it, you just go around. You just go bang weight around golds. That's what it's there for. Right. Yeah. I, I like the guys who wear the like powerlifting or old school bodybuilder golds gym tanks to our gym lifetime, just to let people know like they it's had a little a, bit of a stunt. They yeah. came up like the the tough way. <laughs> You know, they came up through the ranks. They weren't just handed this silver yeah. spoon. We're here for the come up. Like, oh, you, you graduated. Yeah. Good for you. Right. Like, lifetime, maybe you were kind of like at the academy. You, you became an officer. But if you actually have that gold tank, it's like, nah, I was, I was a grunt. Yeah. yeah. I came through the ranks. I worked my way up. It's a good analogy. Right. All right. So aside from just staying in shape, what you've been doing, what, what have you been up to? You mentioned you have some free time on your hands. Are I you, do. Are you in search of employment right now? What's going so on? So it's an you? exciting time for me, actually. Okay. Because of so much unknown. So I got a month left on my lease. And uh, by the way, we'll get to that later when we steam. Oh, there's oh you just tease the steam. Wow, just tease the steam. Guests We're don't steaming. usually, guests don't usually uh, tease segments, but here's wow. Dan's a, he's a veteran of Dan's the, coming in trying the to podcasting alpha. game. Uh, so other than that, uh, trying to figure out, I'm, I'm currently in the interview process with a few uh, potential employers. You got some irons in the fire? I do. Uh, one's in Philadelphia. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Damn, no. One's in, leave us? one's in Orlando and one's in Jacksonville. So we'll see what happens. Are you going to work with Limp Bizkit? Uh, there's a collab coming, yeah. The video, you're going to be the new video guy. I didn't want to spoil guy. it right away. Well, look, let's yeah, just Yeah, you know talk they're from it. Jacksonville. Keep you're, rolling, rolling, rolling. You know, Dan, Dan went with us to Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, he did. Dan he was low-key the MVP of that trip. That was he like was. the best trip we've ever went on. Yeah, it was great. Shout out to, hey, let's just name drop. Shout PGA out to the tour. tour. Yeah. They took great care of us. Shout out to my boy, Blake Bortles. You remember when you thinned a wedge in that little uh, chipping challenge? And almost, and almost murdered a man that guy? in cold blood? Yeah. Yeah, no, that had like 400,000 views. I don't think he thinned it. I think he just muscled he it just, up. <laughs> he took like a full hack and it was a like a 40-yard area that we could hit in. Well, we didn't actually show the video before that with my first shot where I kept it short. So there was no way I was going to go short. Right. So, yeah. That poor man who was just trying to clean up the balls. I think it was towards the end of the day. They had an indoor chipping thing, and it was like a... 
It was, oh, it was like a replica of uh, 17. 16. 16. Yeah. 17. 17. Yeah. And uh, I guess I guess we just were in there. They're letting us hit some balls. Dan just, Dan gorilla one. And there was a dude. That's true. I do hold a golf club like I'm Donkey Kong. It went micro really viral did. too, that video. <clears throat> it did go micro. It was the original micro I mean, we vibe. spend so much time on uh, some of these original videos that we used to do. Uh, that would get, I mean, a decent amount of views. But then a video of me almost killing a man in cold blood at a replica TPC <laughs> 17. Blood. Uh, yeah, that gets yeah. like four. That goes micro viral. Yeah. 400,000 views or whatever. I think that was on one page. And then I think it was close to a milli between all the, all the pages we had. I think so. But there's no way of knowing. No. We don't have the analytics. We don't who, have the data available. Who wants to actually go back and run the numbers? I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't. You know what I want to do though? I want to know. Um, are you steaming on anything? I guess you already you already teased that. Hold on, I, I, I gotta say something. I still first. got some more stuff going on. Though, I gotta say that. something. Oh, okay, first. Dan, I've been worried about you. Why is that? Because uh, I obviously I I know that because we got laid off at the same time. We did at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was laid off by the same. Uh, the same company twice. Nobody else is doing that. Yeah, that, that man, that is true. It's that very tough to do. Uh, so, I, so obviously, I knew that you were uh, not employed for a stint. Is that in your Twitter bio, by the way? I'm sorry. No, no, I, sh- I should actually okay. add that. And because or like lead with that with interviews. I haven't kept up with you much directly, but people we know have. Uh, one of them is a the guy who's not here today. Will no, actually, Dave, Dave more more than the rest of us. So I know that you've been gambling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that you've been gambling on sports so as, as you did while we were at Grand X together. Right. But but as the, you'll notice, like I don't really touch. I don't talk about it. The difference like, is on Twitter. The difference is uh, back then you had a, a steady income. Right. Uh, now not so much. No. So I've been worried about you. <laughs> so yeah. So like, the other day Dave texted us and he was like, "Hey, we need Poulter to pull this one out." I was like, "Oh shit, why? What's going on?" He goes. It would be good for Dan. I'll just say. That. Yeah, no. I've, Dan needs this. I've one. come very close to a Dan few needs licks to hit golf. a lick. Well, I'm like incredible at picking guys that finish second in golf tournaments. Yeah. And then remember when you uh, d- decided the one time you didn't pick Kiz was in the Dell match play? Yep. I uh, I went. I was addicted to betting Kevin Kisner to win golf tournaments. You've been betting Kevin Kisner for a long time. For like the beginnings of the golf season or whatever, and then they get to Dell match play. I'm like, ah, top 64 guys in the world. I don't think Kevin Kisner pulls this out, and of course he does. Uh, and then I was probably the only person on the planet cheering for Xander Shoffley at the Masters because that would have been like a 5K lick. Oh, I love that pick though. Right? That guy's going to win a major soon. Oh, well, let's not. <laughs> I, let's just do golf talk because throughout unemployment, I've spent a lot of time just watching golf channel. Yeah, my I know. Old, you te- that's pretty yeah. much what we text about. Dan, Dan. <laughs> so this, I, I, I didn't, I'm not really worried about Dan. Because I know he's got he's got some uh, some irons in the fire, as they say. But this kind of started when when this all went down back in like November, December, or whatever. And Dan started texting me uh, asking about the Mavs. He's like, "What do you think about the Mavs tonight? Mavs uh, Magic?" I'm like, well, "I don't know." Like, I mean, I was like, "Is like Lucas playing?" But like, I don't know. And then I realized Dan's gambling on the fucking Mavs. Well, there was a period where the Mavs had like one of the best records against the spread. They did. And also one of the best home records. They did, the and then they traded their their entire core away, but um, or at the time it was their core. But yeah, so I, from there it kind of progressed into Dan texting me about golf, which I prefer those texts. I'm much more comfortable talking golf than betting NBA. Betting NBA is not my thing. It's never gonna be my thing. What about gambling college basketball? That was fun. That I I honestly, if I ever ghosted you on a text, it was because I just had nothing to say. Like I don't want to tell what do you, you one about way tech tonight. Yeah. 17-year-olds just dribbling off their legs, out of bounds. Take the under in college basketball, always. Who would have been your, been your greatest success stories? 
great success wise. stories. Yeah, like this year. Huh. Do you, oh no, do you have any? I mean, I did. This is going back. Probably Frankie Molinari winning the British Open. Okay, last year. That's probably the best lick I've had. I like that. Dan, yeah. since the layoff, are you plus or minus gambling? I'm even. Really? Yeah. Are you really? <laughs> no, I really am. That's what people say when they're down a little bit and they just want they don't want people to no, think No, I've actually been smarter with my, my okay. gambling. I haven't Okay. I, I've stuck to like a unit and okay. I pretty much every week I break even. So it's like it's not Okay. I feel better. Like then. I'll be up a hundred bucks, I'll be up two hundred bucks, but Okay. For the most part I've I've kept my composure. Yeah. That's good. What other irons are in the fire? You said you have a job maybe in Philly. What else? Yeah, if you guys want to, uh, your fans want to tweet at either uh, the Philadelphia 76ers or... Uh, oh. oh, name drop. They, they need yeah. a new point guard or what? What, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because in the playoffs right now. They are, uh, but we need somebody to guard smaller guards because uh-huh. we have nobody on our team. That can and you're the guy. I think I might be and They be thought of the guy, guy with, with the foot that was put back on sideways. <laughs> <laughs> That's not talked about enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan's got a... Dan broke his leg a long time ago, and it was... Set wrong when they fixed his leg. Yeah, it was so my, it's like it's like a couple degrees. It's like a, his foot's it's on a like couple a degrees off. Degree angle, yeah. Two clicks to the right, <laughs> which is kind of problematic when I when I lift my legs, squats and deadlifts, which I I still manage to do, but it's oh. I have to kind of compensate with my other foot. That's so weird, man. But yeah, I broke that going into the sophomore year of high school, and then just kind of been dealing with it ever since. Went to some some shanty. But for a, what, what's the sixer job that you're you're trying to get? So uh, they're Is this going to hurt your chances talking about it here. I don't think so. They're not going to catch. They're not going to catch this. No. Uh, you think a, Ben Simmons listens? So you're familiar with the <laughs> the show Hard Knocks, correct? Of course, great show. Yeah. Uh, their idea is to do something similar to that with uh, kind of like behind the scenes documentary footage with the Philadelphia 76ers. So I would shoot, edit, and just kind of be it'd be an overall dream job. Are you flying out there to interview? I uh, had my first round of interviews last week. This week, I have an interview lined up with the senior producer. And then if that goes well, uh, hopefully I fly out where I drive over. I only have a month left on my lease, so I might just drive back to Pennsylvania. Are these Skype interviews or are they doing it in person in Austin? No, these are phone interviews. Phone and interviews? The third interview, if all goes well in the, the second interview, I will have an in-person interview with the senior producer. So. Yeah, good luck. Dan. Fingers crossed. Let you suit up and sit on the bench, like not play, but just kind of like when the Mavs let Tony Romo suit up after he retired. I mean, I hope. I mean, we're running cork miles out like first quarter in a, a game game one of the uh, semi- Eastern Conference semifinals. So may, who knows? Anything's possible. Dan, I actually just got some a note here uh, slack to me, and I'm not going to name my source. They're saying that you actually you are interviewing with the 76ers, but you're going to be the guy shooting the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> <laughs> uh See, I'd be the guy that would kind of like not know which which ends the right way, and I'd probably shoot myself in the dick. Oh, Almost you, kind of remember like, that? See you buffs. Yeah, the Colorado mascot did yeah. that very Ralphie famously. So, I was at an NBA game recently, and I saw just the full force of the T-shirt cannon, and I was like, man, that is not something I want to shoot me. You know, me in the peen. Like I want my peen to avoid that. Right. That thing's got some power. Well, that mascot buckled. Did he you, die? No, he lived. He's I think, alive and but well. He was in a He's bad a way. He's a now, actually. He was in a bad way. <laughs> he, his name's Varys now. He died at Winterfell last night. It, it just crumbled him. <laughs> but uh, other What's than that, what's his name? Is it Buff? No, it's uh, Ralphie. 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 Yeah. Ralphie the Matt. Yeah, the the Buffalo. But other he than died that, an honorable death. He did. He did. Death by T-shirt cannon. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, uh, I have a, a few other things in my my past that that may oh. be beneficial. Might be. 
talking to some some guys at Golf Channel. Might be talking to some guys at the PGA Tour. Who knows? Well, damn, man, well, I fingers crossed. Fuck out one of these hits. You'll land somewhere somewhere tight. Yeah, I'm not really worried. It, it, things have, work you out. You have a good resume. Yep. Dude, I'll start. Um, you can tell the story about getting laid off twice by the same <laughs> company and during your interviews. That'll be a fun one for them. I mean, there's kind of like a comfort to when you there's, you hit rock bottom and you're like, you know what? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It, it's only up from here. So That's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, we are, creatively, I've been working on a uh, podcast with uh, some of our former coworkers, oh, yeah. Boosh, uh, Jake. Been Goldman, waiting on this thing to drop for like two years. And Rob Fox, yeah, it, t- it takes a while, man. I know. We're, we're writing like well, 70, are, yeah. 70 reg- original sketches. We're uh, I got to edit everything. I got to we got to record everything. We got to work around other people's schedules. So like, we're almost done recording everything. So maybe I'm thinking ETA end of May, maybe. June, yeah, I saw Before Boosh. We drop that. I saw Boosh. You guys know Boosh, right? Boosh memes. Boosh formerly, memes. formerly Boosh memes. What's he now? What up, Boosh or something? What yeah. up, Boosh? I saw I him. I told him to that guy it to can't that. stop rebranding. I know. It's he's well, my he's favorite. Kind of, he he's he's incredible. He's he's like a fucking savant. But like, he just he's kind of lost right now. He'll be fine. I yeah. saw him at the bar, and he was telling me he was really he's really excited about this sketch comedy thing. So I think. It's been good. I think, uh, I think every time ta- everything we record, we've laughed at. As Are there going to be some jokes in it? We're gonna have some jokes. Oh hell we yeah! We can expect to laugh at these. Jokes yeah. are tight. Yeah. You know what else is tight? Game of Thrones. Okay, I thought that was going to go right into an ad read. No. Thank what about God. Steam Room, Dave? I don't know. I don't know if the, you, you keep dancing around Seggies. I haven't done the Steam Room yet. Oh, look, man, I mean, I'm steaming. Look, Wait, dude, let's, I'm, let's go. I'm ready. Look, Hold man, on. don't give me don't give me this chair if you don't want me to go loco. Hold on. Let, do you want me to go loco or not? No, I don't. I want to get in the steamer. Let's let's slip into. Do you bring your towel and your flip flops? Do you know what this is? Yeah, no, I, I have an idea. My sister listens to this podcast. She kind of like keeps me up to date with oh, all so the messages. Oh, is she the one? Is she the one that's always texting you? Yeah, just oh, kidding. Dan's We're having fun. She texts me every like every podcast. Whatever. She's like, oh, they mentioned you again. So she texts like every podcast. We like, talked about the jackhammer. Yeah. That's cool of her to listen. Tell her we said thank you. We well, can tell, I, she's listening right, right now. What's her name? What's her at? Let's all follow. I don't know her at. What's her name? Give us a first name. Her name's Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. T-Regs? Thanks for your business. T-Regs. T-Regs. Taylor Hammer. See, yeah. <laughs> Jack Hammer. I, like, all these, I've dealt with nothing but bad nicknames in my past. Like Danny Regs. That just sounds like a bad drug dealer. Well, if, henceforth, she shall be Madam Hammer. <laughs> Don't say henceforth on the pod. Or sir, you're going to knight her? Okay, so (laughs) Dan, here's what the steam room is. We basically, we just vent. We steam on stuff in our lives that's bothering. Really important stuff. I got something I think is pretty perfect. Life-changing stuff that that people like worldwide need to know. We we came up with this segment uh, because Dave and I, at the gym, we we hit the steam room. Of Um, course, yeah. Got to hit up those amenities. Oh, man. Lifetime. It's it's a country club. I mean, you're paying for that. You might as well use it. Not an ad. And so, uh, yeah, we, we use this as, a, as an opportunity to get things off our chest, basically. Right. So we like to, uh, hold on. First, we got to turn the steam on. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, there it is. You there feel it? it? Yeah. You feel it? It's coming in. Uh, we slip into our towels. Do you know where you are? Throw the flops on. In the jungle, baby? You're going back. And then what I do, Dan, is I like to get a towel, one of those long ones. I like to roll it up. I like it to wet the tip a you little like bit. Hate, I really Dave. hate when and he then, does this. I hate when he does this. Get over here, Dave. Yeah, dude, I'm right in front of you. <laughs> I like to just whip the Standing shit out. Standing here, I, I like to whip the shit out of Dave for a couple of minutes. Plain to mind, like towel. generic high school bully. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Dan, the floor is yours. What are you steaming on, sir? Okay, so like I said, I still have a month left in my, my place. I live in a house. Yes. It's a Who fairly, do you live with? It's a fairly nice house. I, I live with, or I did live with three other people, but I, now I'm just, it's just me and my roommate, Matt, because uh, two people just moved out this weekend. It's getting very empty. Uh, I th- did your girlfriend not live with you? Uh, you know, she did, and then we broke up. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. No, it's cool. It was, it was amicable. Oh, and, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No worries, dude. Uh, so I can hit her with that unfollow? No, we're still friends. Oh, I actually, I, I feel bad. She doesn't no, listen, does she? You know, moving uh, is terrible, but moving your ex-girlfriend out is maybe the worst thing ever. Like, <sighs> I normally don't cry in the well, steamer. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, but what I'm steaming on is, so I have a month left on this place, and our landlord is trying to rent out, obviously trying to get a tenant in right after us. So he, he puts the information up on on uh, all these housing websites, uh, all these leasing websites. You think it's on Zillow? He's trying to move I you out and them, and them in on the same day, basically. Right. Um, so he gave he puts my number on this website, and I'm just getting just bombarded with all these leasing he agents. He puts your personal phone number on the website? My personal number, because he wants to, these leasing agents to oh, just my. straight contact me in order Wait, to... Wait, what? I'm... I'm I'm the middleman who's scheduling all these appointments with guys who like, want to visit my okay. house. He needs As to the cut landlord, you out. He that's that's his responsibility. You're not feeling his, you're not trying to sell the house for him or rent the house out for right, him. Right, right. That's bullshit. But all these leasing agents, like they have no connection to this house. They're just kind of vultures trying to like get. Oh, that's a dirty game. They're trying to chase. It a really buck. is. They're just trying to catch their nut, you know. And I kind of respect it, but at the same time, like I have ten different leasing agents every day trying to schedule appointments every single day. And I'm like, dude, I can't have like oh my god fifty strangers in my house. A you week. should hire a, a personal secretary. Just to, to like booking. take my calls and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see if it's in the budget. There's there's no benefit in it for you financially, but so how are you, you handling all this? To field your calls. I mean, are you being a team player and, and actually scheduling yeah, them and getting I mean, out of the house? Do you I have to am. keep the house really clean? I, I would imagine that, that's kind of the bitch. Is like I, I'm still living here. It's like right. I, I don't want to have to clean this house every single day. Uh, my roommate who just moved out this weekend. Uh, before that, he was living in Indiana. Because he, he took a job in Indiana a few months ago, so he moved and just left all of his stuff. So, like, he kind of left his room a mess, and it was just uh, to the point where I'm like, we can't do anything with this room. So, when you show this this house, it, just just avoid that room. <laughs> See, I, I've been... I'm I, sure they love that. I've been they through this. Many, I, I've sold it, my house before, and, and would, which is totally different because I'm the one who's benefiting from the house actually selling. There's nothing in this for you. No, I don't get cut. This is, no, you don't, you don't get kicked back if you help you know, a leasing agent find Tell me you want a little taste. Yeah. Tell them to give you a kickback. Right. Dave and I love good kickback. Love a kickback. This is a pro kickback pod. Yeah. Like, give, give me a little action, sir. I'm doing yeah. all the legwork over this here. This is funny you brought this in uh, to the pod, into the steam room, because somebody hit me on Twitter. They tagged me in a friend's tweet, and they were going through the exact same thing. Like, exact. And it's, uh, you know, it's classic landlord-tenant stuff. You know, it's in your lease, probably, um, assuming you have one. Yeah. That they can yep. show it. Um, it probably says something about reasonable notice. To you? Well, they were trying to schedule stuff like a few hours in advance. I'm like, I need at least 24 hours. Like, bare minimum. I would think that that's what they would want, too. Because, I mean, no offense, just some chill bro dudes that are living there. Dudes probably, in their 20s. Probably, just like, yeah. It's, they know that it's not going to be the most clean place. We I'm, got two dogs. I mean, yeah, you got pups there. And oh, you have man. this. You have the forbidden room for some reason that your boy, <laughs> your boy, it's like, don't go in there like a goddamn crime scene or you're cooking some meth or something right are you guys cooking meth uh i mean how it's, do you think hey, it's going to make a quick buck honestly yeah i mean how do you think i've been surviving all these these months oh this gambling bit yeah. so it's just it's just throwing me off the scent right 
Okay. Throwing the government off too. Yeah, that's true. Until they listen to this pod. Yeah. It was a good round. But um, yeah, no, I just kind of. Is this happening I'm, every day? Yeah, it's every day. Wait, when they come in, do you have to be there, or do you have to? They not prefer be for me to be there, so, so I have to like reschedule my daily. Well, what do like, you do when they're there? Because you're not showing them around. Are you just kind of hanging out? And well, they'll ask me questions like, uh, "So, like, we're right by the train tracks," and they're like, "Oh, so does the does the train bother you guys at all?" And I have to lie to them. Why don't you just say, "Yeah, yeah, it sucks." Because I just want I want it to be over with. I want somebody to be like, all right, I, I want this house. So like, if I if I lie to them and tell them, yeah, no, it's not a big deal. Because the house actually rumbles from the freight train that goes by every every day. <laughs> How close is the train? Twenty feet. Wait, really? Yeah, it's it's right by a high school too. And the train actually You're I, twenty feet from a train track. Yeah, the train stopped like last week or something uh, for about seven hours because it hit somebody. Wait, is this one of those things where you say twenty feet and it's really like fifty yards? Or is no, it really twenty no, feet? No, it's like twenty feet. <laughs> imagine asking it's like a guy in my who backyard. Lived, imagine asking a guy who lives in a house that's twenty feet from a train track. Uh, hey, does this? Does, can you hear the train? You're like, oh no, it's good, man. Like, it's a light rail, right? Yeah, I would leave there like, yo, this guy's a, a straight. You just lied hey. to us. Like the train's right there. You know what you should do? You should do like the stepbrothers thing where they just like. So oh yeah, yeah. We you, thought about that. You sabotage. You should cover yourself in like coal and like have like a stick with a bandana on it and be like. Just got up, you know, like you just hopped out of a boxcar. <laughs> like, mind if I uh, hang out in the backyard for a few weeks? Uh, yeah. The house rumbles then, huh? The house rumbles. Actually, my closet, uh, a few months ago, the shelves fell off, just kind of peeled off. Because uh, of the train. Because of the train. And I had to get that fixed. It was like 400 bucks, but that, that was taken off my rent. So It's got to be tough on the bad. foundation of that. That yeah, and home. it's like it's yeah. like a new complex Limestone. where some like some contractor came in and just built like the same shitty house over and over again. Yeah, so it's not like the most well built house, cookie cutter. Yeah, do you have cracks in the wall? Um, no. We we or if we did have cracks, it got fixed. But every, everything in the house is kind of like it, it's like smart smart technology too. Do you have a nest? We have a nest. Yeah, it's tight. Have the camera in the front door. We have the uh, the thermostat, which is uh, digital. Which I don't let anybody else touch. Well, the nest, right? That's yeah. what it. Right, right. Oh, but I'm like an old man with the the thermostat. So like when my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend was living in the house at the time, she would always like crank it down if it was if it was throwing the AC down. She'd be, put it to sixty five. I'm like hell no. Was she kicking in rent? Oh yeah, yeah. She paid okay. rent. She paid everything. She's covering everything for the rest of our lease. So no, it's cool. It's it's all good. Oh, that's huge. And wow. uh, I'm a single man. It's exciting times. I could how's be, the single game treating you? It's been good. I haven't really tried to. It's been a few weeks, but I haven't really. Oh, you're, it's fresh. You don't need. Yeah, I'm not diving in there. Yeah, you don't need to dive in yet, man. Right. Cool Plus, your, I don't really cool know where I'm, here's, don't really know where I'm going. So it's like. You got to think sure. this pot will help out your you know, prospects. You got to think. Yeah. Look, Dan's a single good looking man. So, ladies, holler, yeah. holler at your boy. Are you yeah. on any apps to use the phone apps? Mm, no. No. Not yet. Maybe eventually. Dylan, what was the discovery you made courtesy of like that viral monkey? tinder video didn't you say that you didn't realize when you swipe you responded to something oh on instagram it yeah. was instagram uh there was a, a viral video of a chimpanzee using instagram and he was just Sick. like scrolling it like a you know like a human would mm-hmm. but it's interesting because he's a monkey he's a chimp he's yeah a chimp you know those things will rip your dick off Dude, and hit, they're gonna take our jobs so he, he would click on someone's pictures <laughs> he would click on someone's picture to obviously make it full screen and then instead of hitting the the top left arrow to go back the back button he would swipe 
left to right. Yeah, I didn't know that you could do to that. To return to someone's page. I didn't know that was a, an option in Instagram. So this, this chimpanzee, who you got to think his brain is not as advanced as mine because I'm a human being. Mm, it's a bad um, This chimpanzee showed me something on social media that I was unaware of. And I've been using Instagram for a minute. Dave. You think that chimp like matched and like went on a date and it was going well. And then he just ripped his date limb by limb. Like just ripped it clear apart. Or maybe just like threw poo at her. Or poo. Yeah, there's probably some poo involved. Yeah. Or maybe it was a dude. We don't know. I, I don't. I see. I don't know if the the chimps are out there dating like in a traditional sense, like you're thinking. So like they went down to Eberly, like had a couple drinks, got some apps, maybe like a charcuterie board, and then he just he just fucking wild out. I mean, w- would you serve a, a chimp if he walked into your I would. establishment? I'll serve anyone. How do you check his ID? Like, what's the legal drinking age for a chimp? No one really knows. They do they so, like, live the to twenty one? How the, how old do chimps live to be? The chimp walks in. Ooh, let's and, guess. Like, let's guess. I think a chimp. I'm gonna say 40s. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say 30. I was saying thinking 33. I say 41. I'm gonna lowball you guys. I'm gonna say 25. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. So like the chimp's walking in. The doorman's like, you "Got an ID?" And he's like patting himself. Like, I <laughs> I don't have it, man. Wow. Like, All right, just go. Wow. Okay. Uh, 50 years is the Shh. common okay lifespan. I probably should have guessed that. Well, cl- okay. Well, that's in captivity. Uh, so yeah. you got to think it's a forty for uh, a, a wild, wild a, yeah. a wild ass chimp because they're probably going to get got at some point. Well, they, it's hard out there on the streets, Dan. You know, it is, yeah. When someone's serving you meals every day, so like, so he's like, he meets this girl and like they have a couple good days, and she's telling her friends, like, so who who's this guy? It's like, well, he's a chimp. <laughs> This website, this website says chimpanzees rarely live past the age of 40 in the wild, but have been known to reach the age of 60 in captivity. His name's George. His name's George, and he flings his poo at me, and uh, he ripped my arm out of the socket. But things are going pretty well. He does have a nice little cute little yellow wow. raincoat. He's there, yoked. There is a chimp that's 80 years old currently living. You're doing Curious George jokes. I am, yeah. There's <laughs> an 80-year-old chimp. This is big news. Think about Does that. Does he have a walking stick? I don't know, man. Dude, he, you think? Yeah, you think he just grabs a stick off the ground and just kind of like uses it as a walker? He was yeah. born in the '30s. Think about it. Wow, he's seen, seen some shit. A lot, yeah, he's seen some shit. Wait, where's he located? Uh, it's hard to say. He was born in the '30s. That, you that think makes he, all the difference. You think that chimp served in World War II? I don't think so. <laughs> he wasn't. Was he eligible? <laughs> He might have been. I mean, if he was born in the 30s, you got to think. Turns uh, out, what if we found out like this This chimp like dodged Nam? Like it was a total draft he at least, dodger. He at least served in Korea, right? He was yeah. at least of age in Korea. People got, forget about Korea. Man. The silent war. I like chimp facts. That should be a new segment. We're actually still in the steam room. Yeah, Dave, what are, you, are you steaming on anything? No, before, man. Before I just want to talk about this hypothetical chimpanzee more. Should we, should we turn the steam off finally? <laughs> yeah, probably. We're let's being turn, wasteful at this point. Let's get point. out of our towels. Let's turn the steam time. off. Yeah, it's not safe to be in a steam room for too long, you know. It's crazy. Dan's in here barefoot. Just notice yeah, that. Did you not bring slides? I didn't bring pants. You're going wow. yeah. to catch a staph infection, Dan. Yeah, be careful. Make sure you shower off. You don't want the planters to work. People, just, planners be, work. people just be pouring sweat in here. Nah, if you just walk barefoot, you, uh, you build up the mitochondria in your foot. And you're good. It's like that guy from I forget the show on Discovery, but it was like the two Discovery or two survival guys. Like Bear Grylls. No, no, there was the one guy that was like ex-military, but then there was the hippie guy that was like a, it was a dual tag team survival show. I forget what it was called, but yeah, the Wait, guy did they just, just hook up? He just yeah yeah they just they just made out. they just survived and, and kissed. <laughs> 
But he would just walk around barefoot, and he said it just built up the mitochondria in his foot. Wait, that's so that's a real thing? I guess. Wait, maybe that's how Bear Grylls got his name. Because he's just always walking around barefoot like a fucking psycho. Is he still around? Is he still doing the damn thing? Yeah, remember he had like Obama on and stuff? No. Obama did a survival thing? Yeah, I swear to God. Really? I'm surprised Tiger hasn't been on it. He had Katy Perry too, I think, or somebody. What? He's sketchy, man. Yeah. He's 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 it's all fake. Yeah, he's not Survivor. One of them, no, fake. there was always he's like not a, filming it. No, Survivor. Man there was, was a the, real one. That, like Survivor one, day everybody man. was like, "Oh, that's the dude." And then there was like, I think it was Bear Grylls. Bear People Grylls. were like, "Bro, you fucking you you know you're you're eating Cliff yeah, Bars, dude." Shit. I see the Doritos. The in cameraman your throws him like a ham sandwich when the cameras are off. Like, here you go, Bear. Just just chill out, buddy. That's like Dan. Dan that that should be your new gig. You should be the cameraman on like a, a like a startup Survivor show. <laughs> And you just and you just like are tossing Philly cheesesteaks to the guy like on the low, <laughs> on the low. Yeah, you like cheesesteaks? You're from Philly, right? Okay. Yeah, Delco, Delco, Delaware County. Shouts. Speaking of shouts, did you guys see Game of Thrones last night? Danny, watching this show? Have you heard of it? Yeah, you hear about this? You hear about this? So normally when we Game do this show? segment, Will's in here, and you know Will's never watched it. Right. So he puts on his headphones and listens to the wallflowers. That's flyers. a good bit he's got going on, right? But yeah. now the I bit is fun bit. Dylan and Dave and Dan talk Game of Thrones. Triple oh. D talks Game of Thrones while Will's on vacation. I was going to ask Dan to put the headphones on and listen to the wallflowers. No, I watched no, no, the show. I want Dan yeah. in this. Yeah, no, I, I like this okay. show. Actually, Dan, you're out. Put the Fine. headphones on. participate. Um, all right. Overall impressions of episode three, the Battle of Winterfell. All right. Let me let me preface this with saying, big fan of the show. Oh, here we go. Uh, read the. Wait, should we just go I, back in the steamer? This There's is a, even, <laughs> this is even more surprising. I actually read the first book. That that might catch a lot of listeners off guard. I re- I can read. Dan is I, a reader, folks. Dan can read. It's official. I know sometimes it may seem I, like when I talk, I can't. I'm not literate. There's a butt coming in in your sentence. You say you, you like the show, there but... There's a butt coming. I gotta say, uh, I don't know if it was my brain being fried from how good Avengers Endgame was and how well they wrapped things up. Don't spoil it, please. Don't I'm not gonna spoil it, but I'm just gonna say it was very well done and they wrapped 11 years worth of storytelling People are already perfectly. spoiling it, you know. But, uh, Have you yeah, been, I was you? very underwhelmed with this episode. Whoa! Yeah. And uh, I mean, I can get into it if you. Uh, I'll, I'll let yeah, you, I'll, I'll you my, guys have the floor. My overall take. My overall take is the, the episode was extremely entertaining, um, but there's some things that I wish they had done differently. Right, for sure. There was definitely. I thought that the entire beginning was the way they were building up anticipation. Uh, the Dothraki charging in um, with their swords going out was maybe one of the best scenes I've ever seen. Totally agree. That was a really, really cool scene. Cool way to start Strategically the speaking, not the best. Uh, John's made some questionable decisions uh, on the battlefield, that being one of them. But, like, you uh, don't think that they cinematically the, it was beautiful. You don't think they utilized the the wild-ass blood riders very well? By just sending them into just the, great, the great unknown? <laughs> I don't think so. I think what you was can the utilize them a little better. I really don't well, know. I don't know. It's just like, hey, we've got... like Those are their most vicious... Talented fighters, right? The Dothraki, yep. the most savage fighters they have, and they basically just sent them to their deaths. The like, slaughter with Jorah. Just that group of fighters versus, oh, I don't know, a hundred thousand of the dead. Like, what are you doing, dog? And it caused Daenerys to immediately abandon their their game plan. Yeah, she makes some rash the, decisions. Yeah, but you sometimes stick for to the, the best. plan. Uh, yeah, um, my problems with the episode, though, and probably just the the story as a whole now. Is I don't think we're gonna get a whole lot more with Brandon the Night King, and I think if that's the case, what the fuck was the point? 
I agree with that. That's honestly my biggest disappointment. Now, I watched this after going to a church's show. I went to a a concert last night. You guys may think, like, Dave's 34. He's washed. He doesn't go see churches. I went, okay? I went and saw churches. Came home, immediately turned this show on at, like, 11 o'clock. And my ears were kind of ringing. I'm going to go back and watch it again. Entertaining, like, entertainment value was there. I was was on the edge of my seat. I didn't tweet that I was literally having a panic attack or something. But in in another dimension, maybe I did tweet that. But all things considered, I'm bummed. I want to know more backstory on the Night King. I want to know who he is. And I guess maybe the prequels that they're going to do like two years from now are going to address that. But I don't got two years to wait or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, they, so much has gone into the White Walker story, right? I mean, episode one, scene, start, scene the series one, starts with scene the White one. Walker. It's 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 like, oh shit, this is about some like snow zombie monster living out in the woods. That they set the scene from the jump, and it was a an ongoing storyline throughout the entire series. And now here with three episodes left to close out the show. That storyline is completely finished. Bro. Oh, and that hey, not bothers to, me a little bit. Not to mention he died some Rufio ass death. Like <laughs> it was like the ultimate like gotcha. Boom. Uh, and it was just I don't know. It it seemed it seemed like I need I needed more. Uh, I don't know. They need to give us more on how Arya snuck up there, how she was able to just subvert I guess. the oh, other did white she, walkers. Did she change her eyes to blue? Oh, no, no, yeah, she she's she face changed to a white walker. What? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole scene with uh, the, right, right before she, you see her run up. One of the walkers turns to like look at the action. That's her. Yeah, because they they set up that scene with the red woman and her talking. She was like, uh, they had some kind of past history, and she was like, I've seen you like shut many eyes. Brown, green, and blue. blue, and then she goes, "Oh shit! I can switch into one of these guys if I want to." And she, and that's what she did. That's how she snuck up on that. So, point. what was actually really well is that handled confirmed for for this I episode? All yeah, yeah, I think it I is think confirmed. So. Yes. What was really well handled throughout this episode was just like Arya had her own little story arc throughout the entire episode. So, like this was Arya's episode because because John's kind of just running around and he doesn't really do anything. John was a massive disappointment in this in this fight. Um, so you he, knocked, he knocked the Night King off of his dragon. Yeah, yeah. someone's got to ride Which, those dragons. I gotta say that was a little bit unbecoming of the Night King to just fall looking all squirrely like that. Like, <laughs> I feel like he deserved better. <laughs> yeah, but then he lands on the ground, and then I guess all right, so. Back to our, our core, the problem is like, all right, if this is what we get with the Night King and Bran, like, and we don't get any backstory. I know there's a lot of people out there who are so pot committed to this show that they just overlook all the issues and flaws and just love it for what it is. And that's great and all. Like, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, I'm not trying to change it. I'm not trying, like, if you, if you enjoy the show for what it is, like, yeah, that's great. My, I just, I'm just venting my problems with the show. I think, like, yeah, I, I want to know more about this, the Night King. Like, yeah, yeah we, we get that. It, maybe he's a Stark. Maybe now he's a Targaryen because he took Dragonfire like a fucking champ. And look, because the guy's the guy's dead and his army's dead, but that doesn't mean that they can't provide us some more information right. in these like last all, three episodes. All we know is like, oh, the Children of the Forest shoved Dragonglass into his chest and he became a White Walker to help the Children of the Forest defend off the humans, the, fir- the first man or whatever. And now they, he turned on them, Children of the Forest regret their decision, and now he's just been chilling for 8,000 years waiting for brand i guess or yeah we need we need more i, I totally agree I, they we have three episodes to wrap this yeah. thing up now it's just human on human fighting um which is cool but the night king has been such a a prominent figure in all this it's just weird to me I they... will, yeah i will say the crux of the show like it's at its best when it's human versus human like 
I always thought that the White Walker storyline was kind of kind of weird, but if like if that was gonna be the main story, like or a side side story, you, you still go with it and you, you give us a little bit more explanation, but and I think it was a little bit of poor writing. I think maybe Benioff and Weiss weren't as emotionally invested in that story as maybe George R. R. Martin was. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they kind of like they're working with them and they're like, Yeah, I guess we'll do this, but they they were more interested in like the Cersei storyline. And that's why they're giving that three episodes. And I guess we'll only we'll see when. I mean, we have three episodes left. Maybe they'll actually touch on the Night King and Bran. We'll we'll see where it goes from there. Because the entire time, Bran during the battle, Bran's just he wargs in the Ravens, and then he's just what is he doing the entire time? He's just kind of like I, the flock of Ravens. Yeah, but hey, he's, I don't I don't know. I have a, I have I, a quick I question. Him, I needed him to warg into something way doper. <laughs> quick question. Maybe a dragon. The yes. Red Woman. Where was she prior to the Battle of Winterfell? She came out of the, she went, the she darkness. Left, she was in Essos, right? Yeah, she went back to Essos. Yeah. She Maybe just, she learned some blood magic. I she learned. No, she definitely... I say this. Uh, full disclosure, I watch, I watch the Ringers thing. The okay. After the Thrones. Uh, they, they do a really good job. Yeah, they, they, know the, they know the fuck out of it. Jason and, Concepcion, uh, right? Yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he can... Yeah, he said that she she's been basically in Essos, like honing her craft. So, okay, yeah, she learned some shit. I guess that was tight when she when she lit the swords on fire. That was very tight. cool. Look, she look, at one point she was MVP. She was MVP until, yeah. until Arya started just stacking bodies. Yeah, oh, I mean Arya came out of like this was what a badass. I'm gonna Arya. I'm gonna this issue her I'm gonna issue a, a revision. I'm gonna amend my take. I'm looking because I've, I've been kind of quiet the last couple of minutes. I've been looking to see like, did she really take the white the White Walker's face? And a lot of people are saying she did. And now that I'm seeing this, like seeing the scene on a clip that's not on my Where that TV, dude turns his head to look like that makes sense. And that is that that makes me feel a little bit better about how this went down. Yeah. Still want more backstory, yeah. and I guess they're gonna save it for the prequels. And I guess it makes sense. Bran gave her the the dagger from Littlefinger that was made of Valerian steel, mm-hmm. and he, he gave it what? to her in the same exact location in which she killed the Night King. Yeah, by, what, right by that tree. What was the dagger she gave to Sansa though? Because she gave Sansa a dagger to go to the crypts. Yeah, and then uh, I I thought that was the the actual dagger oh, good, first. Good question. But and then there was a point during in the crypts, you know, the safest place in Winterfell. Um, where I thought Tyrion and Sansa were just going to do like a suicide pact. I thought that too. They, they hold hands. They pull out you their daggers. I'm vibe. like, okay. At that point, I'm like, all right, this is incredible. Like, no one's fucking safe. I think all, all these people are in peril. Everyone's going to die. I thought Tyrion was done. They, like, no one's safe here. And then it kind of just like, eventually, I'm not mad that the characters we like didn't die. But everyone that did die, I was like, there was no emotional investment. I don't oh, care. Oh, dude, Ed's my oh, dude. Oh, dude, the, the Theon death was pretty intense. Are you a Theon stan? Dude, think, of, think, about, think about the road that, that Theon has gone down. And it's very much self he went from He went from the, a likable, you know, it felt indifferent about him character to being just a total piece of shit scumbag who betrayed his family. The Starks, that's his family. Dude, he all the way redeemed Coward. He guy, through, guy with no wiener. The Ramsey Bolton thing, like he, that... He went through, he's had the hardest road of probably anyone that was still alive at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. And he just totally redeemed himself. But and it was, his death was like super honorable. Like you gotta, you gotta feel great about the Theon. It was that to the was point emotional. where I just didn't care about Theon. And same with Jorah, oh, same with Theon, Beric. Theon totally redeemed himself. Dude, the, but what about Ed? Ed's probably the guy I, I only cared about. Like his, Dude, Ed's a motherfucking rider. Ed was The Jorah awesome. death was, was uh, up, there, up there with Theon too. But I just don't care about Jorah. Like I've never. Oh, I, I think Jorah's a good character. I, I enjoyed Jorah. He, he was a real one. Just Theon, though. He just kind of like what would have been more Theon is if he just stepped aside for the Night King. <laughs> so dude, he's, he's not a coward anymore. Nah, dude. He, he he was riding for the Starks at the end hard. 
I'm the, glad Theon totally redeemed himself. I'm glad Theon didn't kill the Night King. Oh, we we knew that wasn't going to happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he was just committing suicide. But I didn't, I, I didn't see Arya killing him. There was a split second where I was like, "What if we find out Theon is the Night King?" <laughs> and like, how, like, I want the chaos of that. Like, people would be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Theon. Uh, I thought they should have killed off more <laughs> people, more uh, main characters. Well, there was a lot of red herrings where it's like. Uh, a, bo- a bunch of bodies were stacking on there, like Brienne, Tarth, and they're like, "All right, she's done." And then people Sir pull- Brienne, yeah, people would just get pulled off and be like, "All right, no, I'm good." Yeah, Jamie was in peril for a little bit. I, n- I never thought Jamie was going to die. How the fuck did Grey Worm survive? So yeah, Grey Worm should have been should have been a dead man. I, I guess he. All right, he's uh, he's him and uh, one hand Jamie should have been a dead man. Uh, I Let think me- Jamie Jamie's still got a little bit more story left. I got to I got an issue this statement. Are they just gonna keep randomly inserting like the CGI ghost, and no one's gonna acknowledge it, and it's gonna have no bearing on the plot or anything? Like, just it's almost like they forgot to to write anything for ghost, and they're like, oh, let's just throw him in here. We got a little extra money in the budget. Here you go. Yeah, what the like? Fu- he's probably still alive. I heard he they said that he's in the next. Yes. Uh, yeah. In the trailer. Which, also, can we address um, that's tight? What'd you guys think of the way they they filmed it? Oh, that's another talking point. I I have. To bring up still. as far as like the brightness um on your i mean TV? the brightness isn't that bad it's just like the the, the winter wind the whole thing like was in a cloud dust. basically and you it was hard to see at times i thought it made it more effective as as you uh, know, i didn't like i, I kind of liked that it was chaotic right which it kind of go, goes more into this they shot it for story where it's like this battle is just absolute chaos they doubled down on it with the dragon like the we had way too much dragons flying around in clouds I'm not. A, I'm not all in on the dragon battle. There is a shot though where the, they go above the clouds and the, that moon, was the moon's in the background. That is the most beautiful shot I've seen in TV history. Easily. Didn't Whoa. you get that tatted on your back last I'm night? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Let's go get tattoos. Let's go get Game of Thrones tattoos right now. If you had to get one Game of Thrones tattoo, which one would it be? It's probably that shot. It's just going to be that enti- like panoramic on your on your shoulders, right above the clouds. Because you're the a back in the guy. background. Yeah, huge back. How, how do they not look at the scene in post production and be like, "Man, we really went too heavy on the clouds." <laughs> like it's hard to see at times what's going on. And just that's makes all. It, just makes it feel what more if chaotic. That's post production too. What if, that was even, even, what if those weren't even clouds? That was just Night King vape smoke. Wow. <laughs> like he yeah. just tossed the fattest cloud, and they're just like, oh. It's, As he's falling off his dragon, he just kind of like takes a puff and just like, it's Black Cherry. Oh, God. Why, and why is he resilient to fire? I, I guess it, maybe they'll explain he's like part Targaryen. I don't know. Or just kind of like Night King magic bullshit. Who knows? I think, like, again, I think Benioff and Weiss, this was like a story that George R. R. Martin kind of like forced upon them and they didn't care about it so much because he's like, at the end of the day, he's a faceless evil guy who just does evil shit because he's evil. There's really no no drive or like motivation for this man yeah we that's need, what i, I want to know. know more i want to know we more didn't get about to learn this the symbol like all like the, the yeah. symbolism of the arms being that's put what in i'm that. saying they spent so I much time know. building this story and now it's just done with in, no in one like, episode, not much of a payoff or is it like they're getting Dylan? the entire episode they're getting slaughtered and then all of a sudden night king just kind of like you got you got to think he's hot dogging he's he's walking up to to brand just like no nah, i got this guys like I, I have to be the one that kills. He Brent. steps over to Ron Lou. Yeah, <laughs> the Iverson dude. That that if there's one thing I get tattooed, it's Allen Iverson stepping over Tyron Lou. I mean, that's all time iconic. Okay, but um, yeah, big no, Philly guy, big Philly guy. Um, I just didn't really. 
it didn't really make the whole ending and just this the whole story i feel like they just mismatched did you it. did it entertain you yes or no yeah yeah it was entertaining. super okay. entertaining you know what left a little bit to be desired this is a lot i hate so you got we have to obviously give the knee jerk i'm not reaction. just hating to hate I, no though. no i know I but hate because I like this show. Like I care about once this we, show. Once we see, have time to digest the entire season, it may end up looking way better. Right. Because uh, there may be some things that, that come from it that we didn't see. Like we can't, we don't understand right now. But I think what worries me is this just, this is just going to mean that Cersei is going to kill off some of like our favorite characters. But I love Cersei. I would rather, I would rather the Night King like get Tyrion than Cersei. I don't want that to happen. I think we might've also kind of fell into the trap where, this show is so huge in pop culture where everyone's coming up with their own theories and everything that like you start to hear some of them and you're like, Oh, that would be badass. That'd be awesome. And you just kind of buy into stuff. And then when that doesn't play out, you're just, it's kind of disappointing. That's fair because sure. every theory has been thrown out there except what they actually did. So I don't know, maybe it, maybe they're like hiring Russian bots for a, for a minute just there throw out theories and ooh, just kind of like click farms and shit. Yeah, yeah. For a minute there, I thought the theory of the Night King flying to King's Landing instead of Winterfell was accurate because he didn't make an appearance until twenty minutes into the battle. Yep, I like, bought, where was I bought he? into that? He was just flying around miles away, like waiting for his time to to fl- swoop in. I, I, that was weird to me a little bit. It's an interesting strategy. <sighs> also, him not facing up, facing down John. Like yeah, when he had the chance. Yeah, like, hey, where are you going, bitch boy? Like, get, get in the there. John wants to square up. Yeah, dude, you don't call your boys in to jump into the fight. Maybe it's because he is John. No. Maybe he could. Maybe he knew that John is a real one, and he probably could have taken him down. He's the, the prince who was promised. Is he though? Because like, did John? Like John it. pound for pound is the best fighter in Westeros. Pound for pound. Ooh. Now that, um, the Viper. I mean, the Viper was probably the, the guy Oberyn. Pound depends pound, what you like. Are you He's saying a pound guy. for pound? Yeah. Think about it. I mean, what's John? Like, I'm gonna give him some. I'm gonna do him Five, a favor. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 175. Oh, I'm just gonna oh go Dave, he's 150. Yeah. No, yeah. John's thicker than me. Is he? He's like five yes. seven. Kit Harrington? I don't know. Okay, let. I'm giving him five nine in in Westeros. Okay, he he's a Westeros five nine. He's a Westeros five nine. Pound for pound, he's the best fighter there. Yeah, because like okay, our boy. Oh uh, no, Arya. Well, now Arya. I sure. guess Arya now, which we didn't really see beforehand because she was more of an assassin. She would sneak up on you. But yeah, she can handle her shit like in combat. But in our boy, uh, the Hound, just went complete, like full Hound and just kind of... Just shell shock. Yeah. Well, this is typical Hound behavior, though. He gets he gets terrified by the fire during battles, and then he... That's how he got here. He, he snaps at... Then he, he loses focus. Then he snaps out of it when it's time to like save uh, some little girl... Sansa before Arya he nuts this time. Up. Yeah, yeah. He he has he has a soft spot for for people. Well, now you know what this this means though. He's absolutely fighting his brother, Clint uh, Gamble. Yeah. We need that. We absolutely it's need happening, that. And which it's is not, one of the storylines I mentioned in a previous episode. We needed a conclusion for. That was fun, guys. That'll we be just fun. Talk Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, and uh, anything I, else? Maybe I was disappointed because I thought uh, I was starting to buy into my own theory of like the Night King somehow making a deal with Cersei with her baby. And then also shoving dragon glass into Cersei, and she become like the uh, the Night Queen. Oh, that would have been that would have been kind of cool. I I like the thoughts like that. Only there was too many things that that had to happen in, in such four short or five. Time yeah, there. yeah. So I guess now we're getting back to the crux of the show. It's like human versus human battle for the throne. Uh, so yeah, I, 
I guess that's exciting, but and we just kind of brush off the Night King and everything, but it just kind of seemed like a waste. Uh, it's just like we didn't really need that storyline. So they don't have any. They have no army left. Yeah, I, they don't have to thrack. Yeah, in the preview for the next episode, it's uh, Daenerys is standing in front of people saying like, "Oh, now we got to take King's Landing or whatever." Like, dude, with who? Yeah, the Unsullied are pretty beat up. Like, they 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 held their own. They kept every, during the retreat. The Unsullied fucking were the were the the real MVPs. But like the they Dothra- have some Unsullied left, but they don't have they don't have much. Dothraki's are gone. Unsullied's pretty much beat up. They have, we do have two dragons. We don't know the actual condition of said dragons. Yeah, John's dragons all fucked up. Yeah, yeah he had a crash landing. Remember? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Drogon got stabbed like a billion times. Yeah, I thought I thought he was toast. Uh, he'll be alright. Yeah, ma- Danny, maybe maybe fly, Danny. You don't need to be on the ground. You're on a dragon. Hey, shouts to Lady Mormont. You taking out a giant? <laughs> Just going down. I Getting thought we were. Crushed. I thought we were gonna get um, Viper Viper Death Part Two, and she was just gonna get squeezed so hard that she exploded. <laughs> like I thought that's where this was going, and I was like, "This is uh, gratuitous. We're just doing this." And she took out a giant. She did. Shouts so it wasn't for nothing. She she became like a fan favorite. I feel like she definitely wasn't as big of a character. She was a little badass. Yeah, but like I think the internet kind of uh, vaulted her into what she became. You're saying that she's been overrated by the internet? No, no, I'm saying like she was probably originally written as like a bit character and now... Yeah. She, no, I think you're right. She kind of like got... I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. She took out a giant. The Tormund Brienne storyline is still intact too. Also Jamie, little love triangle. Also Jamie. You think they'll all hook up together? I'm glad Tormund's still alive. The Devil's Threesome? Yeah. <laughs> Night not. King's Threesome is what they call it in oh. Westeros. Wow. So Man, yeah, we just went hard on Game of Thrones. Overall... Oh, entertaining episode just <sighs> kind of left me a little wanting a little more i need more Braun too yeah Braun. well yeah where's he he's, he's got to, that he's crossbow. supposed to be on his way to kill jamie or Tyrion or both or both of them but that ain't gonna happen you gotta hmm. think or maybe maybe he does because he does anything for money he's a whore nah he's a real one when it comes down to it i guess we will tell time will tell will we see elephants is that that's the uh no the question everybody's done. asking for I got a question. What's that? Dan, you own any suits? You, you're going through the interview process. Yeah, I got, I'm getting fitted suits. You suited it's, and booted. It's nice. It's it's a nice change of pace. I want you to I want you to check these guys out for me. It's Indochino. You familiar with Indochino? I believe I am. Yeah, man. It's uh, made to order suits. Yeah, well, it's the made world's most measure. exciting made to measure menswear company. Here's what they do, Dan. You go in there, they measure you for everything, right? Pants, shirt, coat everything and so they keep you they keep a profile for you then you go to the website wherever you want to order it shows up at your door custom cut just for you it's wild anytime you want to go buy something you just go to the website and do it that's big because you need a suit that actually fits it's high quality shit too yeah you the don't want to look good. like you were in the early 2000s nba draft every guy <laughs> every guy post graduation needs one minimum go-to suit you have to Job interviews, weddings, stuff like What's that. What's your go-to color for that suit? Um, I just got it. I just got a navy one. Yeah, I, I think navy. I think navy's the move. Navy is it's it's um it's good for all occasions. Yes, most Wait, versatile. All you do, you go in like Dylan said, choose your fabric, inside and out, choose your design customization, submit your measurements with your choices, and you relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you all within a couple weeks. You got time, Dan, and there's a code. Of course, there's a code. Enter STEAM, promo code STEAM, S-T-E-A-M at checkout 
when you go to Indochino.com. You can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379. Again, Indochino.com, enter promo code STEAM. That's basically like 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Shipping is free. Indochino.com, promo code STEAM. Once you go custom, you don't go back, man. That's what they've been saying. Hey, for go years. custom one time for me, please, Dan. I'm sorry I yelled at you. That's fine. I just I just want you to I want you to land like all these jobs. I want you to be like doing so well in these interviews that you're like having to pick and choose. Yeah, like okay? like I'm an actual free agent. Yeah. They yeah. customize your shirt too. I got my initials embroidered on the cuff there. Ooh. So tight. You can get J H on your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> no, I plan to. Or just get Jackhammer, just with the full Yeah. Written across the back of my suit too, maybe? <laughs> that might be a little much. Is that aggressive? Did you guys see the Nashville Bachelorette? <laughs> yeah. You uh, knew we were going to talk about this. I yeah. love, I mean, what a weekend. So this, this is one of my what favorite weekend stories. Of content. It involves two things that we like. We like football. We also like bachelorette parties, Man. especially Dan and Dylan. The gang's back together talking guess what? sports. I have a bachelor party in Nashville this weekend. Is that true? That's yeah, true, man. Have you ever been to Nashville? I've driven through. I've never actually stayed. So, you know, they had the NFL draft there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've known for a while. Lives like were changed. ladies, yeah. I, I enjoyed your draft analysis via text. Um, Cowboys took a DT My guy. from yeah. UCF. Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill. Uh didn't get along with the new staff, but pretty, apparently Scott pretty, Frost loves him. Pretty upset about that. Obviously, he's my guy. Um, now he's a Cowboy. I'm an Eagles fan. And, uh, yeah, he uh, was our, clearly our best player on defense last year, and you guys got a great player. But he uh, he will disagree with a coach or two, and that might be an issue. I got faith in Marinelli. But, I don't know, this was making its rounds. I would say it went macro viral, but this Bachelorette, Many bachelorettes, actually, who were doing bachelorette parties in Nashville, they didn't really do their homework. And if they did, they totally underestimated the power of the draft because they're very upset that they booked it the same weekend as the draft. And basically, a lot of places were shut down. It was hard to get a res. And the fact that you're just having to be in a city that's full of the kind of guys that would pay money and go to an NFL draft. I can't think of a worse crowd to have your bachelorette or bachelor party around than uh, NFL fans because they might be the trashiest fans in sports. Uh, I would argue maybe the only trashier environment you could go to is maybe an ICP concert with a bunch wow. of juggalos. They're the, are they the juggalos of sport? You got to think. People want to say like, oh, it's their fault for booking their bachelorette party on this weekend. But to her, in their defense, like you don't, Think about NFL draft being in a city that you're trying to travel in to. In Nashville, like places, taking the over first the city. Time. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to let y'all have that one. You know what I mean? I forgot that it was in Nashville. Like, so you, you just don't, you just don't foresee something like, like that. Is, is Nashville the kind of city we'll compare it to Austin? Because when you're doing any kind of event, wedding or anything in Austin, you definitely need to check and see what's that weekend. Cause there's always something going on here, whether it's a, the what's the is it rot rallies at the biker one texas relays uh formula one there's big shit going down here or just if it's in the fall football games right even south by south by acl like that's all going to change the dynamic in some fashion is nashville that town right now where shit goes down like this well it's one of the live music capitals of the world right that austin is a live music capital of the world i said one of them he said one of well you can only have one so the country music capital of the world yeah the terrible terrible country music capital of the world terrible pop country music capital of the world is i think the official title okay i buy that 
Uh, but I think the story in general is just kind of like a local news, like uh, reporter or anchor's dream, right? You Absolutely. You interview all these, these girls who are just freaking out about sports and the NFL draft. I like the I like the one that they interviewed who said that to punish, I guess her her husband her, her future, future husband, husband he's not going to get to watch football. That's on him, right? Totally he, his fault that the NFL decided to have the draft the same weekend as your bachelorette party. You think he'll be real bummed out about that? That he has to find his own way to watch the game. Something tells me he's going to watch football just fine. like he's he's going to tear him up. Yeah, like he's going to probably go meet up with with the squad in like a man cave or Wild Wings or something, right? Yeah. Be like, all right, well, I'm 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 getting out of here. He's gonna be fu- he's gonna be just fine. I saw a dude with an ass eating six ass eating sixty nine jersey making the rounds, which that's that's basically in a At nutshell what you're. Yeah, okay, that's not even the worst jersey I saw. Ass eating season sixty nine. Excuse is, me, man. It was impressive seeing the amount of people that stayed for all the rounds, like round one, round two, round three. Like each day, there was massive crowds. Imagine going. To the draft for have like you ever thought about it? Because I have to three. say, you're the most likely to go to a draft. That's fair because I, I love college football. And you're like, from just, Philly. I just yeah, but that, I guess the Eagles play a little part into that. But like Philadelphia as a whole isn't like a huge like it's not like a big college town. Like we support Big Five basketball, the the power or not. They're not like great schools, but like they're historically the five teams in Philly that are big basketball programs. But like we're not, I guess like if you live in Philadelphia, you might be a Penn State guy, but there's not like a huge amount of college football traditions in Philadelphia. But I myself am a huge uh, college football fan, and I just like to see where some of these guys end up. So I'll catch like I don't watch the entire draft, but I'll catch bits and pieces. But imagine actually going to the draft. You're there day three. I'm, I'm not even sure you can drink because like I want to know if you is, can is drink. there open containers in Nashville. There's no no way to know. They don't open up the books and let you see the statue. It's true. There's no way. We <laughs> Dylan's going to find out on the yeah, Friday. I'll, 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 I'll report back on Friday. Is Nashville a bachelor party destination? I mean, obviously you're going to one, but is that like a thing? I know bachelorettes. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because, you know, women be listening to country music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, girls, like, they like to bounce around the bars and wear their sashes and, and take shots and stuff. Little Daisy Duke Guys shorts. like to mix it up and, and throw golf in the mix. Uh, do Vegas, of course. So cities like Austin and Nashville are set up better for a bachelorette than a bachelor, I would think. Fair? I think similar with Austin, too. We're bringing the sticks, by the way, Dave. That's huge. Where are you playing? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. It's in my itinerary. I, have it. I don't remember, though. TPC Cashville? Yeah, that, that's probably it. <laughs> Where'd you guys go for your bachelor parties? NOLA. Vegas, baby. NOLA's good. Pretty Vegas much good. like the 1A, 1B of guys in our demo bachelor parties. That's the last time I went See, to Vegas, actually. I would like somewhere where I could both gamble and play golf. So, I guess Vegas? Vegas? You could do that in New Orleans. You got Harry's. Do that in New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans, you got Harry's. What are the golf courses, though? I guess this weekend. The They're there, Zurich. but it, the thing about uh, Ooh, Louisiana, uh, very, very hot. Lake Charles. Lake Charles. Yeah. Lake Charles. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Lake Charles. Definitely not Tampa. <laughs> Definitely not Tampa. Go to the, uh, the Hard Rock. You ever eaten at a Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah, unfortunately, when I was a child. That used to, I used to always want to go there or Planet Hollywood when I was like 10. Because oh, I was a total dipshit because I was 10. You know, everybody who's 10 is a total dipshit. Uh, of course. So I used to think that that was like the pinnacle of fine dining. Like, we're going to Planet Hollywood. Well, you're a kid. Going to see, gonna see uh, some, uh, some Terminator mannequins. Posters. Yeah. Poster, like posters for fucking days. I love a good poster. Dylan, you got any posters you want to talk about? 
No, not currently. Um, I had a bunch when I was a kid. You need to do some bits in Nashville. You need. I don't know. You need to what do kind some of bits. I don't know. Should but I go live? You should definitely go live. I, I really want you to to like go on a hunt for John Party. Oh yeah. Like that needs to be your quest is to just to stumble like cross paths with John Party. You know he's lurking around there somewhere. Uh, yeah, he's probably playing like a dive bar, right? He seems like that kind of guy. Is sure. that uh, the heartache on the dance floor guy? Correct. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what else is there to do in Nashville besides drink and I don't know. I I, I mean that's enough. I, I don't know a whole lot party. about Nashville. I mean, obviously the music's a big part of it. Is that they've what are they known for food wise? Are they a barbecue place? Yeah, that's Me- a thing. No, there's a Memphis, Memphis barbecue. Memphis is, but I think like, it's like Nashville? southern home cooking type vibe there. Okay. Um, okay. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I think they'll let anybody like who has a pulse design Tennessee Titans uniforms. <laughs> and they might actually use them because uh, they are continuously they're trash. They're, they're, they're the, the most trash in the NFL. Yeah, man, is this the year Tannehill takes over? That's what people are asking. Is he is he there now? Yeah, they traded for him. Hey. Oh god, him and Mariota, um, battling it out. Still a Mariota guy. Are you Holden the Preds, Hope? Mavs? What does that series? Does that series over? Stars. Yeah, Preds got Mavs. Preds got. That'll be tight if they play. Stars, Preds. Preds are fucking out. That's why Dirk retired. He just snapped his oh, leg. Yeah. So y- y'all, y'all took the Preds down. We took them down. Now we're one-one against the uh, St. Louis Blues. That's right. That's right. We play okay. again tonight, Game Three in Dallas. If anybody can, if anybody hears this before two p.m. Central Time, and you have a free ticket, and you are willing to put me up and pay for my transportation, and it's a dope ticket, lower bowl only. Hit me up. I'll come up and go I mean, to the game cur- with you. Currently wow. wearing like That's a pretty, you, pretty awesome Tyler Sagan shirt. This shirt, this shirt's been getting a lot of play. It's my official playoff shirt. Shout out to Red Peg Tees. Out of course, of, uh, it's in the the Sega font. Yeah, because his last name Sagan. Sega. Not to be confused with Seguin. I, I get it. Just a lot of people make that mistake. Me, me too. Um, he, he's a great with player. Sixty four bit graphic on off right the there. ice. It's a this shirt. It's a cool shirt. It is a cool shirt. I'd wear it. I get a lot of compliments. He seems like the type of guy I want to hang out with in Dallas. <laughs> I've I have good sources who say he is actually a cool dude. But like, not so you want to be in his crew. Dave has well placed sources. I have, I've got a guy. Um, yeah, no, he seems like the kind of guy where he doesn't go. He, he, you know, he has a few drinks. He, but he's got his head on his shoulders. But dudes in his crew, they're the wild cards. Like they're the dudes that are pouring out bottles, probably getting into some of the white stuff. If you know what I mean. Was there yeah? Milk? Was there time drinking a lot of Giants milk? <laughs> was there a time when him and uh, Tyson Chandler were in the same city? Or not? Tyson. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Ch- Chandler Parsons. Oh, Chandler Parsons. Yeah, actually, I think so. I don't know why. I, I said think Tyson maybe Chandler. his first or second year in Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Ch- that that uh, they probably hung out. I was they wondering where the crew. Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Thing no. Was going. Chandler Parsons, Tyler Sagan, and probably um, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben. Anybody on the Cowboys? Uh. Well, you know, Zeke and Dak have become like de facto clutch guys. Stars fans. So they've been going. They've been <laughs> clutch. That's a uh, only real ones will understand that reference. That's where Zeke knocked out that DJ, right? Yes. Shout out to Was him. Was he a DJ? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, they've been going to all the Stars games, and they're getting into it. They're, they show them in the locker room. You know, I know a lot of that's probably forced, but it's they seem to be having a good time. Dak's wearing his like custom Dak sweater, which I like. And Zeke's just wiling out. He's doing the feed me. He, Zeke's down for bits. Zeke gets a lot of shit, and I, I get some of it's uh, his own doing. Allegedly, we don't really know. But he seems like he's... Turned a corner. Seems like he's got his head on his shoulders now. I'm hoping. I don't know. He's about to get fucking paid. I'm just hoping you guys pay Dak. 
Oh, we will. Don't 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 worry. We will. Uh, man, talking sports. Uh, so I was t- asking you guys: Have you been going back and forth with your dad, like during the draft? Because my dad keeps hitting me up, like, right, "How's this guy? How's this guy?" And then no matter what I say, it's like, uh, "Yeah, JJ Arcega Whiteside, huge like red zone target. Like he's a fucking monster. He might be like our next Alshon Jeffrey." And my dad's just like, "Nah, Pac-12 player. Don't trust him. I love stink. that bust." What's your dad's name? Dan. His name's also Dan. I'm not a junior, though. He's a different middle name. Interesting. Dan, he's Daniel Earl. Okay, well, just for comedy purposes, we'll call him uh, Mr. Hammer Sr. Mr. Hammer. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hammer. Uh, no, my dad, actually, I've got a missed call from him. I'm, I'm sure he wants to talk uh, stars, Cowboys draft, and Thrones. My dad's in the Game of Thrones. What's your, bad, your, or your dad's like best like sports take right now? Oh... I can give you his most generic. He's probably. I think it's. He just. He doesn't know what the Rangers are doing right now. <laughs> Which I get. That's such a dad take. Yeah, he's just. I don't know what they're doing right now. Maybe. Maybe he'll throw in like a, they need to get some pitching. Like that. Yeah, it's like the Fuego takes burning burning my cell phone as I'm hearing him. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to all the dads out there, Dylan. Yeah. My dad's just Thank starting you. to watch the Sixers now because he. He's just like every dad. He decided when, once they made the second round, yep. like he can finally hop on. He can finally hop on, and he he's just throwing out takes, wild takes that he hasn't no, nothing to back it up. He's just like, yeah, Ben Simmons, he he's a bust. He he can't play. Well, dads love the eye test. They don't. Most dads aren't getting too deep into the numbers and the analytics no, game. They're not. It's, analytics the, it's guys. the eye test. You know, it's like just doesn't look like it. Like plus minus all that shit. They don't want to hear it. No, I get it. Uh, he, he's talking trash about Embiid. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing, Dad? Just like some some guys, it's just you can't. You're stuck with him. Like you can't trash Embiid. Like no. you gotta just you gotta just <laughs> that's our future. Bite the bullet, even if he does, you know, make some some bad plays every now and then. It's just like dude. I think Simmons and Embiid are playing fine. It's just it's a bad matchup. Ka- I mean, Kawhi's a robot. Yeah, you see that little smile he. He cracked off during game one. He's not a human. He's on another <laughs> It was level. like that very mild uh, smile emoji where it's just like very, very subtle. It was like the most emotion I've ever seen out of Kawhi. Dylan, maybe you can answer this or just opine on the matter, but I feel like the Spurs should have kept Kawhi. What happened there? Well, he didn't want to play for the Spurs. I know. <laughs> I almost tweeted that, yeah, but I didn't. pretty good I, ball player. I didn't want to poke that bear because like, I've got friends from San Antonio. He might not even want to play for the Raptors. I think he's gone. He's probably going to L.A., right? Oh, he gone. Yeah. Which L.A. team, though? The Clippers. Or Golden State. They're going to trade. They let Clay. No, they don't re-sign Clay. Get rid of Durant. Durant's gone, but you got Steph, you got Draymond, and you got Kawhi. Wow, what an episode of Backdoor Cover we got going on. People, people are going to love it. They're going to hate it. This is the most polarizing episode of Circling Back we've done. That's what people are saying. Yeah. It was, we've gone. It's just gone long. What, uh, you got anything else, Dylan? That what's up with that? That you you tweeted me something that I asked you to do. I asked, I gave you a little homework <laughs> last week. I said, "Hey, please, we spend a minute on give this. Give us give us a photo of that emu, man. You're always talking about this emu at your ranch. I'd love a good emu pic. I love emus. We are Big Bird Pod. What you what you it tweeted like me, an Avenger stance? What? Well, the, okay, okay. First of all, what it, happened. It looked like you took it with a one megapixel phone because like the 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 bird is like blending in. With everything in the background, that was with my with my iPhone 10. Yeah, well, no. can you go back to the store Dude, and get like two more megapixels? He's wearing camouflage. So, 
Uh, I guess so. We, we, we drive out to this field where the, the emu usually hangs out, and he was there. What's your ranch vehicle? A Kubota, or are you taking like an old truck? It's a, it's a, I believe it's a Kubota. It's a, uh, it's a mule. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a four wheel, four wheel drive little utility vehicle. Super dope. Love it's, it. Yeah. It's got two rows of seats. Um, yeah. So we went out there and I was with Kendall, who's my brother-in-law. Shots to you, Kendall. And also my mom, the homie was riding, riding dirty, of course. And Whoa. my stepdad, Blake. And I said, All right, I'm going to get a picture. I said, just just start snapping. I don't know how to, I don't know how close I can get to this thing. Just start snapping. I did. Uh, I walked up to it a little as close as I could, and it just walks away. Uh, of course, I wanted to be in the picture, Dave, because I'm really vain, of course. And so uh, he just started taking pictures, and I turned uh, through, I turned and faced the camera through the deuce a couple times. You don't those, don't those ever pictures, turn your back on an emo. Those pictures didn't turn out so great. That's so dangerous. Great. And so the one that I chose was that one. I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even posing for the picture. I was just trying to make my move to get close to it. Well, just looking like Captain America staring down Thanos. Yeah, I was like, like first of all, I was like, yeah, there's a reason you couldn't get close to it because you're like fucking squaring up with the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want he didn't want the smoke, and that's a sketchy bird, man. Yeah, they're unpredictable. They'll come at you. It's not something I would want to do battle with. I feel like I could take the emu, but I'm going to take some pretty bad damage. And if it gets you in a vital shot, like a vital, you know, any of the stomach spots, maybe in the throat, like it's over. I don't want to fuck with any bird, really. Any bigger bird they're unpredictable right they also have talons on the on their feet right and they have friends they do have friends so does that emu just wander like on its own it hangs out with the horses they're they're all real tight are they are they penned in or is it just no they they have free reign of a, a pretty large field um that's there's man. also a video that i decided not to share with everyone of the emu uh, humping one of our horses who was laying down. Um, I decided to to keep that one in the holster. Some, some cross species pollination. Yeah, Inter- he was just, species he was just going to town on one of our the horses. Term, Dave. Why have you, why didn't you send this to the group text? I don't know, Dave. It's it's disturbing imagery. It's disturbing, but I I, I feel like I need to see it hey, to man, fully appreciate the nature. Fly. Would you yeah. rather watch that video on loop or the Robert Kraft video? <laughs> Probably the emu. Yeah, I'd rather watch the emu. I don't want to see an old man get jerked off. Okay. But an emu... Also, can you... Forcing I, himself upon a horse. For whatever reason, I think if I watch that video, Robert Kraft is just going to crack down and sue me. Yeah. There's so, probably something to that. Wait, so... Does this emu... So he's boys with all the horses. Does, yeah, they're boys. Um, what is the What's a horse do when he is mounted by an emu? Does he Does he just kind of like, dude, get off? Or is he, is he kicking? Because you know the horse kick is dangerous. Or he submits. Potentially deadly. <laughs> he was just laying there, just like, "What's going on back behind me?" Oh, it's this. What's the emu's bird. name? Big Bird. Big Bird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually see it happen. I just have a video of it that my my stepdad sent me. Hey, um, all the backers out there, I know the cat's name. I learned it over the last few days. <laughs> I know Dylan's cat's name, and I'm not going to spoil it, but I know it. Thank you, Dave. And all of you saying that I that I'm going back on my word, that's not true. Dave and Will suggested 3K and 4K that I released the name. I didn't agree to that. I I, holder of the name, said 5K. So, there. Alright, I'm just gonna tell you guys what the name is. You ready? No, you're not. It's Fart Man. <laughs> that's not true. It's it, not. It's it's, not. it's something way sweeter, which I don't know why you're holding it in. It's just Fart Man would be a really bad superhero. 
Remember when Howard Stern showed up at the VMAs as his character Fartman? And it was just one of the worst bits of all time. Like, this is in like 95. Dan, you might not have been born. Like who's his nemesis? Like Lord Lactose? <laughs> Breast milk guy or uh, giant's milk guy? Man, you're- Lord Lactose. That's pretty good. <laughs> and on brand for you. Yeah, it is. Crohn's disease, man. The real killer. Do you have any charities you want to shout out for Crohn's? No, I don't like charity. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> you have anybody you want to shout? You want to plug anything before we get out of here? Yeah, just be on the lookout for that podcast. And uh, I guess just follow me on Twitter if you want. And Where Instagram. can they follow you on Twitter? At Dan underscore Regester, R-E-G-E-S-T-E-R. And then Dan Regester on Instagram. I've kind of stepped back from the social media game. I haven't Dan, been posting as much. You need to post more tweets. You post good tweets and I feel like you're gun shy. A little bit, but at the same time, I'm just not on the internet as much. Why are you so gun shy? Even trying the to, like, best step follow, back from it. The best follows on Twitter, they don't. They're batting like 400, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Not everything's going to be a home run. I just don't I think wanna, you're always trying to go. Sometimes micro. just knock a single out there. I, I get that. Just get get the bat on the ball. Yeah, like squeak it exactly. Through. You got to take hacks to put the ball. For in sure. I, I'm not. I've been trying to get away from like the live tweeting stuff because like. Because everyone's doing it? No, not because everyone's doing it. People it's more, who live tweet Game of Thrones are on. I, I just don't. You're insane. Yeah, if I want to get a uh, like a Thrones tweet off, I want it to kind of be evergreen, and I want to. I just don't want it to be like an in the moment tweet that you only get if you watch. And but that, you'll like, get those one hour. You'll get those in the moment bloods flowing RTs, and like nobody really puts thought into it. I'd rather put a little thought into the joke and just kind of like, all right, there See, it is. Because See, they're overthinking it. They know I, it's their best time to get momentum on a tweet. Right. You can throw like a, a, a generic GIF or YIF or GIF. And just with like, oh my God, me right now. And then toss that out there. And people are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't too. want to do that. <laughs> I, I too just saw the Night King die, RT. Yeah, you don't want to be that. I get that. You're, you, you respect the craft. But, you know, you need to sell out a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, I also don't want to put out like trash content. If I'm, employers are looking at my Twitter and they're just like, well, Dan, this is what this guy's I bringing. I think you got bigger things to worry about than the, the Twitter. That's true. I know. <laughs> Uh, there's there's no, some things good. I've written in my past I feel like have been a, a hindrance. Well, luckily it was all under a, in a the name wrong. that no one ever will talk about again. Yeah, Dan Regester, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In the wrong did. in the he wrong way. His real name, dude. And I want you. Okay, I don't. Without want this context, happen. a lot of the stuff I've written just doesn't doesn't seem like. Well, remember a real it's satire. Being. Yeah, remember it's satire. It is satire, but no, a lot of people don't understand. What that. I want for you, I want you to have like a job locked down, and it's your dream job. It's you know. Work in uh, whatever Sal's Philly cheesesteak place, but like you're gonna be like the video guy for Sal. Okay, okay, it's a great job. But then this other company comes along, and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna entertain it. I'm gonna go through the process just in case. Maybe I'll throw out a really high number. I'll highball the fuck out of him. And you get into the last interview, and you're in there with the CEO, like the fucking big dog. And it's you're in there, and it's going well. You're crushing it. He pours you a scotch, you know, gives it to you, and he goes, "So tell me about Jack Hammer." And you're like, "God damn it." <laughs> I mean, I'll go by Jack Hammer if they offer me the max. Well, they, but like, it just comes back, and he just starts going through old Jack Hammer's greatest hits, and you're like, "All right, dude, I get it. I'm not getting the job." Okay, <laughs> I want that. The absolute troll job of a yeah interview just, process. Yeah, that's all he I want. Flies me out, private jet. Yeah, and it's like, all right, tell me about Jack Hammer, Mister Hammer, I presume. <laughs> Well, Dan, this has been fun. We we appreciate you doing it's been this. A blast, man! Everybody, go support Dan. Um, All my future endeavors. Everybody, yes. Yeah, be. so best of luck in those future endeavors, and and tweet at Dan. Make get Dan on Twitter again. We need more Twitter Dan.
Okay. I'll, I'll try to throw some more out there. Dan, it's been a real pleasure. Dylan. Thanks for coming always. on, man. Of course. Thank you. Um, Everybody, hey, thank you for your support. Thank you for uh, all the new patrons we picked up over the last yep. week or so. It's been it's been awesome to see. Check us out. What we do, we do two free episodes here that are supported by ads. Then on Friday we drop that Patreon. It's ad free. It's we do all we do what we want to do. We do some voicemails. We get raw. We do what you know. It's no spawn. We can say what we want. We get we get crazy in there. And you can check it out. Patreon. Look up circling back. It's only for it's for the price of a five dollar foot long yeah. a month. And Wednesday, we'll back to our regular program. Will will be here in the stew. So, um, And guess what? We might be... I'm going to go ahead and tease it. Might be a little bit of video action coming up on the Patreon very soon. What? Huh. Nice. Check us out. All Thank right. you all for listening. Let's get out of here. Let's go. Goodbye.